All right, welcome to a new month, March. It's March 1st today, and we're going to be doing things definitely differently than we normally do. Normally, every first of the month, we do a tarot reading that encompasses your transformation for the month. But now, I'm going to be coming back and coming out with something called Crystal Star Dispensations. So every month, I will bring forward knowledge guided from Guardian Alliance, Serving the One, and it'll come with a PDF form that you can follow along with, as well as every crystal dispensation for every month is going to come with a hyperdimensional treatment. This month's treatment is going to be called the Diamond Heart Ambrosia Drip, so you will find that obviously when this is fully uploaded. I'm going to give you a little bit of time to go ahead and pop up your shield so that we are not interfacing with any energy that we do not want to take on. So just going to give you a little bit of time to go ahead and 12th dimensional shield your body, uh, pop up your Maharic seal, and get clear, set an intention, and really start to breathe into your heart for a couple minutes before we start. I want to note that while you are doing your shield right now, how important it is for you to energetically shield your body and start running the 12th dimensional ray current through your body, your several bodies, as well as beginning to understand how your realities put themselves together. So once that 12th dimensional ray shield is done, we're going to go ahead and jump right in to how authentic can you be and how in congruence to truth can you live your life. The past two weeks I've been experiencing levels of truth that have been coming from my heart that at the time when the truth was coming through me, I thought I was living my life in a truthful manner and full of integrity. But you'll see with healing that there are so many layers to truth and there are so many layers to what we call integrity. So I wanted to do a full shakedown on lying and give some personal experiences that I have had myself on healing the parts of us that naturally, I won't say naturally, but it is a compulsive reaction to lie. And from personal experiences, when I did have a hard time telling the truth to others, I internally felt deeply not enough. So I lied in exaggeration to fabricate my life and make my life seem more interesting than what it is. All of that is founded on feeling not enough. So let's go over the first type of lying and this one, as you know very well, is white lies. It's those little lies that you think do not matter. But you, what you have to realize is that there are no secrets or privacy in the energetic world. So anybody with the eyes to see, whether they are awake or unaware, they actually can see through your aura. And there's no point in lying anyways, because when you lie to others, you're lying to yourself. The more you can live your life in congruence with total truth, pure truth, is how we live in congruency with our God self. So even if these people are not fully aware and are awake, they still have 12th dimensional levels of who they are, their own personal avatar God self, and those levels of them know what is laying in our aura bodies, how we are living our life, whether we are living our life in congruence with truth, or are we omitting truths, are we using white lies to feel better about our external reality, our internal reality, they're all the same thing. So I have an example here that I wanted to bring up because it reminded me of uh, some of the days when I was in the military service, how people just 
lie to your face and they don't even think about it because they're so used to that level of communication. So here I have, sometimes I say I have plans to do something when I don't, just to get out of having to tell someone I don't want to do said event. It seems like the better option than saying I don't want to. So right here, this is like, to bring it even more personal, when somebody tells you something in the back of their head, they already know that they're not going to do it. This is glamorized in college communities. It's just omitting the truth of what you really want to do or do not want to do. And here's the thing, you don't ever have to do something that you don't really want to do. So when speaking truthful and living your life in congruence to truth, parallel to truth, living your life through the lens of direct truth, you can easily just say, hey, I do not want to do that. That is your truth. There's nothing wrong with that. Most people, though, they will tell you a white lie, even if it is tiny, it still builds up in the energetic auras, instead of just saying what you do and do not want. And so what you'll notice is the more you live your life in a truthful manner, your reality will not meet you with things that you do not like. The more you follow your heart compass and actually speak truthful, speak authentic, the more things that you're going to be met with situations that are in congruence to your heart compass, what you desire, what you want that burning truth inside of you. That is what this particular teaching is harping on this month. Because the thing about lying is when, even in my earlier years, when you begin to lie so much, you start like lying in the astral realm and dream travel. And the body does not know the difference because there is no actual difference where the body can understand how you're using your verbal communication or how you're choosing to communicate. And once again, I had said something really important here that I want you to note is you can never lie to yourself or lie to others because there is no privacy and there are no secrets here. Everything is on the table all the time, whether you think somebody is unaware or aware, because everybody has that 12th dimensional level of themselves, their avatar God self. Everybody has that level, even if they're not interfacing with it and bringing it into this hologram that we're experiencing together. The next type of lie that I want to talk about is lying and exaggeration. So in the beginning of this video, I had said that when I had trouble with lying, it was this type of lying. It was lying and exaggeration. Deep down inside, I felt like I was not enough, so I exaggerated my reality to seem more interesting. Now, what you will learn here is that when you are divinely and fully connected to aspects of yourself, including the Divine Mother and Divine Father, that feeling of not enough dissolves because you are always more than enough and there is always more than enough of everything for everyone so lack is an illusion the belief systems that run through your mental body layers that say you're not enough or you're not doing enough anything of that caliber is in fact an illusion it ties into poverty consciousness because poverty consciousness is the experience that you're lacking something but in the terms that we are everything and nothing there is nothing lack is an illusion when you are encompassing everything and encompassing nothing at the same time those belief systems that you have about feeling not enough quickly and completely dissolve The next thing that I want to drive home is with the white lies and lying and exaggeration and also just 
bold-faced lies. Like when you meet somebody and you know they're lying, you can feel it. I want you to reflect on the level of trust that you have within yourself and the trust of the world. If your base foundation is not trusting yourself, you're going to have a hard time trusting others and you're going to be presented with situations where you're not able to trust others because you do not trust yourself. So the best thing for you to do this month around this teaching is to learn how to fully and utterly trust yourself. Devote yourself to who you are and your truth that comes from your heart compass. I want to riff on what are your passions. And if you were to start targeting the highest potential of yourself, what would that be to you? So this is a really expansive, reflective practice to help you start tapping into and targeting the highest versions of yourself. Now, when you are targeting these levels of yourself, we need to do several things. We need to let go of the programming that you picked up in society, in the medical culture, Western medicine culture, the culture that tries to feed, they try to feed you that illness is real. But I will tell you again, that is also an illusion. Your body has everything that it needs and there's no point in suffering. You have to release programming around educational system as well as, as, well as programming that you picked up from your family. So these are gonna be big programmings that you're letting go. Uh, there's no reason to hold on to these programmings. They are founded in falsity. They are founded in deception. The best thing is to fall back and target what you think is the highest potential of yourself. So this is going to lead into rules that we follow, whether unconsciously or subconsciously, even consciously that were fed to us from society, medical culture, educational systems, and our families. What rules are you living your life by? What rules are you making true in your hologram? All these dimensions, they overlap each other, right? The biggest purpose is to devote and begin to activate those dormant strands of DNA. But with that comes what are what are the rules that you're following that maybe even society gave you, you accepted the rule. I'll give examples like Poverty, consciousness, and slavery is something that people accepted because they thought that there was no other option. But there are other options. But you have to choose them. You have to take responsibility for what you choose to live your life by. What rules are you choosing to live your life by? When we let go of family programming, we begin to get out of that first personality triad matrix, which is first dimension, second dimension, and third dimension. A lot of people know it as that root chakra center, sacral, and solar plexus. A lot of that stuff is programming from families because you're working on purging the parental miasmatic cell. The more you can get rid of the fears that were passed down to you through mother and father, the quicker you can realize that the boxes that you put yourself in can be much bigger than the scope of what you're viewing your current internal and external reality. So those are really important to note because a lot of times we are given rules and we make them true. Today, 
I'm having you reflect on what rules you are making true for yourself. How do you want to live your life moving forward if you are targeting the highest potential of yourself? And this means absolutely throwing out what your family, friends, and society told you was possible. If you knew that you had 100% support, whether you want to view that as support from physical reality, support from your internal system, support from Divine Mother, Divine Father, and you knew you weren't viewing things through a failure lens, then what type of life would you be striving to see or experience? I want to make something very clear because this also is touching on the manifestation law of attraction community to make it very clear that we are not manifesting anything. It's been already done. And if you are everything and nothing at all, what's the point of even attaching to what it is that you want to manifest, right? I've said in several of my older videos how the word manifestation and the glamorization of choosing and designing your life just becomes so watered down and lackluster because there comes a part where you choose to devote yourself to your God self and the crystal path in which source, your God self, is designing and having you receive everything on those top layers that your human mind can't even begin to wrap its head around because we're only interfacing with this first, this single time vector experience. Your God self is interfacing with all of it. It knows the best path, the least, the also the path of least resistance. This is the reason why I had said that we must let go of these programmings because what good does it do when we hold on to them? They're just taking up space in our aura. I would rather let go of everything and just devote my entire existence, consecrate my entire life to God, to the crystal path, whatever. Whatever my God self is gonna have me experience, I am now going to experience because there is no resistance in my field. So the simple question is, if you were to make up the rules in your world that you follow, what would they be? And I really want you to stretch your mental body and your thinking, how you use your intelligent levels, because if poverty consciousness, I won't even say if, poverty consciousness is an illusion, slavery consciousness is an illusion. So making your rules by in which you live by or the virtues that you live by what are those going to be in terms now that you realize that you already are you already are that in which you desire there's really no point in even wanting it or desiring it anymore because you already are it so literally you can let everything go let go and let god these are really simple teachings in this dispensation, but they are the foundation to a greater body of work. I want to go over some Christic virtues to start seeding into your awareness. And the first one is gonna be Omni-Love. And as we keep going through everything that I have written down, Omni-Love is something it's a frequency, it's a presence, it's an experience that a lot of people resist and block out of their life because they are so used to living from the lens of conditional love, but also conditionally loving themselves and who they are. And so, omni-love, that virtue when you live your life through the virtue of omni-love and seeing how much you can love yourself and love others. Now I'm not saying loving without discernment, 
we always need discernment and I want to make that very clear because I'm not saying be willy-nilly with your love and not protect your field. When you emanate love and you're not shielded, you're asking, I'm not going to say you're asking for implantation, but we need discernment with omni-love. It's the reason why I talk about how important energetic shielding is, whether you're using the 12th dimensional ray shield or even the Maharic seal. It is important to start running these 12th dimensional ray currents because it helps boundary test what is allowed to interface with your experience, what is allowed to interface with your multidimensional bodies. When we use discernment and omni-love, we are able to open our heart. With discernment comes the virtue, our next virtue, which is harmlessness. I'm going to take this down several portals because when you live your life through the virtue of harmlessness, you also intellectually and instinctually know that you cannot be harmed. A lot of times when our inner child is spiraling into emotional looping patterns, it is the feeling of not feeling secure or safe. When you live your life through harmlessness, you know that you cannot be harmed, nor can you harm others, because when you harm others, you... Okay, on a physical level, when you harm others, you're also harming yourself. On an energetic, virtue-type law, like a natural law, is that you're actually truly, you can truly never be harmed and I know this is kind of like a sword I can I can hear my frequency coming out because from that vision it's like okay well if I can never be harmed then I'm just gonna go doing whatever I want being merciless this is where the indigo all the indigo contracts come into play because you if you are on an indigo 3 contract Harmlessness is going to be omni-love, opening yourself to omni-love, and harmlessness is going to be the ones that you want to focus on. Because with the Indigo 3 contract, the fallen consciousness that is simultaneously taking up your body, it is programmed to harm others. That's all it knows. So in terms of embodying harmlessness, you have to realize that on the Indigo 3 contracts, that fallen consciousness only knows that programming. It won't always be like that. But when you're understanding some of these Indigo contracts, that's when it comes into play. That's where this stuff starts clicking in of, oh, now I get what harmlessness is because The polarity of that is harming. I am currently in, I wouldn't say the heart of Nashville, but since coming here, I've realized that the city grids, whatever is pulsing through the grids of these major cities, are completely different than what is pulsing through. other grids like being way out there in the country and tucked away and in the woods and in the mountains and in nature, right? I've noticed since coming here that the grids here are pulsing frequencies of all of these reversal Christic virtues. So in the city, you're more likely to come face to face with chaos and other people harming each other because that that is the program that is pumping through the grids. Now, with planetary stewardship, whatever is being put into the earth is what is being put into our body. So the way our data memory banks got wiped was because the fallen consciousness messed with the magnetosphere of earth, which then messed with our magnetosphere and the way we interact with DNA templates, the way our DNA templates integrate, activate the whole nine yard. 
So even coming to Earth, we had our databases, all of our memories blocked and wiped. That happened also because of the hiding Earth's natural history. In order to find what really happened in our galactic lineage or origin, you have to go searching. You have to let go, once again, of that educational system programming when they gave us history books in school and learn what really happened. But the reason why this is so, it's so important to realize is what happened to Earth happens to our body. So when we heal our bodies, when we release some of these seals and implants, we also do it for Earth. The quickest way though is to work on Earth and then it's going to our affect our bodies. The next, actually I'm not done talking about harmlessness. Harmlessness is all going to be about controlling your emotions and knowing that you are not separate from others. This is going to be like highlighted in your face for Indigo 3 contracts because it's really important. A lot of people who are on the Indigo 3 contract, they don't know that they're on the Indigo 3 contract because of a lot of these other programming that they push to you through the educational system. A little later on, I will talk more about what exactly the Indigo 3 contract is. I'm currently on the Indigo 1 contract doing planetary stewardship, but even if you don't know even if you do not know if you are what contract you are on or if you hold the genetic coding for indigos your heart knows that compass so going back to your truth you're going to be met with information that you need to know okay where's my starting point where do i start if i am on an indigo 3 contract where do i start and then from there when you start with the awareness the information that you need will be wrung to you. You are never without in this world. That is an illusion. Let's go over effortlessness. The natural law does not force, it chooses the path of least resistance. The reason why effortlessness is a cursic value is because so far in humanity, we've been programmed to make things harder than it is, struggle, stress, all these things go into the bandwidth of slavery and suffering. When you decide to live your life through effortlessness, which is simultaneously letting go of everything, you live your life through effortlessness, making it easy. Because like I said, stress, suffering, making things hard was just a template of reality that the fallen consciousness wanted us to follow. Some of us decided to follow it some of us didn't some of us know no life is not supposed to be this chaotic this hard let's choose a different way and so through all of my dispensations every single month all of this stuff is going to build up and it is going to accumulate effortlessness is the path of just making it easier for yourself when we find ourselves constricting and fighting, we have to ask ourselves, what are we fighting against? Because there's truly nothing to fight against. Easier if you let go. Stay shielded, let go. Let these things be really easy. Okay, the next Christic virtue is gonna be unity consciousness. Um. Unity consciousness is a, I'm not going to say some of these are bigger or smaller than the other virtues, but unity consciousness is fully about devoting yourself to a path that is bigger than you. It's bigger than your human persona or what you believe to be your identity. And so when you're 
when you're choosing the patterns of perfection for all human beings, that is unity consciousness. When you are saying, I am unity, you are working on seeding in GSF timelines, God's sovereign free timelines for the whole, everybody. And see, everybody plays a part in this. You have to realize that it's pretty miraculous for you to be on earth right now. And you got to start asking questions of exactly how all this came into play. Because to be on earth right now during this final, final drama conflict is pretty amazing. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. There always is. But for you to be in a human form took a lot of planning and a lot of timeline integration for you to get down here on the ground in a physical body. It's a big deal. Gratitude is our other Christic virtue. Uh, as you know, gratitude can be easily overlooked, but the being grateful for all that is around you, as well as stuff that you're currently not experiencing, is going to lift your vibration. And when you feel like you are stuck in a loop of grasping, or maybe even thinking that what you desire isn't here yet and you're wondering why, maybe feeling impatient or stuck, gratitude is the quickest way. You just start being grateful for everything around you and I guarantee you, you're not gonna feel so stuck. Our next Christic virtue is direct knowing. This is really interesting because when direct knowing comes into play, you actually you simultaneously lose your clair senses. So clair audience, I forgot all the clairs. What happens is when you go through direct knowing, in your heart you know certain things and there's no doubt. Doubt doesn't come in. But the reason why I said lose your clair senses, they kind of go in the background, is because with clair senses, those clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, all those clairs, you have the, avail the, avail the availability to be audio inserted and visual inserted by fallen consciousness. And the reason why we're going to talk about this more in depth is because when you know in your body knowing is so much more different than saying oh i heard that or i saw this vision this that and the other we have to begin knowing what is it that created that visual, that did that audio, what you heard. The reason why I'm gonna, I'm gonna in-depthly talk about audio inserts and visual inserts is because in the New Age community, people talk about calling on their guides. How do we know who they are talking to? How do we know that that frequency passes the GSF boundary testing. When you go into direct knowing, you lose your clair senses because you do not have the availability to be audio inserted or visually inserted by your, the lower levels of aspects of fallen consciousness. The New Age community is been tsunamied with people channeling their guides and channeling. But who is doing the channeling? Who is doing the talking? Who are you talking to? Your guides may be an 11th strand Anunnaki or Draconian mix. Yes, of course, your guide, what you call a guide, is going to give you really high caliber messages because they're already working on that 11th strand of dimensional access. So I'm gonna give you a script 
for moving forward so that you can stop using, oh, my guide said this, my guide said that. It is important to dedicate your life to knowing, have discernment with what is interacting with you. You have to take the time to figure out what and who you are communicating with. Begin to run boundary tests and see if they pass your shield. So here is my personal script when I am putting together all of this information in a packet, a frequency packet that I can upload. The script is, I intend to connect with my Christ self. I intend to connect with the Christos founder races serving the one. I consecrate my communication links to communicate with my God self. I intend to embody the diamond sun now. After that, I then ask my questions that I may have about my current hologram. I do this after my shielding practice so that I know that nothing that is fallen consciousness or not 12th dimensional ray frequency passes through in, into interfacing with my DNA sets or my biological field. Okay. The next thing is we're going to talk about the crystalline core and how most people, the crystals that they own are actually, oh, they are actually dead light refracted from their mother source. I want you to realize that the New Age community glamorized crystals, but they were never meant for us. They were meant for Mother Earth to use in essence of When those crystals do not get exploded or taken from the mother, they give off frequencies that our magnetic field needs. And the New Age movement glamorized crystals so that they could start fragmenting the magnetic field of Earth, which fragments us. The best thing for you to do with these crystals that are so glamorized is to return them back into Earth's soul or the soil of her. So to rebury your crystals back into her, throw the crystals back into the lake, and Mother Earth, her frequency will take care of the rest. We had free energy and immortal lifehoods before Earth's um, shields and her crystalline core became fragmented. So while those crystals are filled with dead light now because they've been taken from the source, you have to imagine a lot of crystals when they're growing, they have like huge cylinders, like massive cylinders that kind of work as um, batteries and they run the grids needed they run what earth needs on a magnetic level so when they started blowing up earth's surface and doing all this stuff they knew what they were doing the fallen consciousness they knew what they were doing because if you can fragment mother earth you fragment our hearts our wombs you fragment humanity and humanity is severely fragmented right now because of what has happened to earth so the best thing that you can do is bury your crystals back into the earth and devote these crystals that were originally the mothers back into her 
Now, I do want to tell you about regardless of what you use your current crystals for, we have crystals that can be given to us that are etheric. So your God self can give you or uncover personal user crystals. But here's the thing, once you get those personal user crystals, if that in which what you are trying to create or experience in your single time vector current experience, if it is not aligned to your God self or your God purpose, then the fruition will never come to pass because these user crystals, these personal user crystals, only work on the bounds of 12th dimensional energy and higher. So I'll give you an example. Uh, about six months ago, I was given an etheric solar topaz and it sits right at my heart. It sits right at my heart etherically. But that personal user crystal, I use it for grid work. That personal user crystal, if I use it in the terms or the virtues that are not 12th dimensional rays, it will shut off. It will shut off and I won't be able to use the frequency that it naturally projects outward. So keep in mind that the mother, she needs her crystal children back, her literal crystals back. And nowadays, people use crystals as something pretty to look at. They're not turned on. These caves in Mexico that are filled with amethyst, those amethyst caves are put there for a reason because they are magnetically changing the grid. It's like the Orifim uh, whale beings, the Cetacins, they are repairing the light sound structure of Earth's magnetic field. So the better, the easier we can realize to stop taking from the mother, we will stop taking from ourselves. I want to just note, if you are indeed going to bear your crystals this month or whatever, try to plant a tree on top of the site that you are burying that way the tree when it begins to grow the roots can act as a protective barrier you can always sanctify your crystals before you bury them in the terms of um, what are you giving back to the mother the mother needs to reclaim all that has been taken from her. God crystals are similar to personal user crystals, but personal user crystals are normally given to you from your personal God self. God crystals are from the echo worlds or the other God worlds. I myself do not have much personal experience with God crystals, but I know that the God seed spark inside Mother Earth from source is truly what is so important. Our earth, the center of her, has a crystalline center. And we need to come together and work on this fragmentation, so fragmentation situation. Because right now, all the crystalline, what would be used as cylindrical sphere bodies they're all fragmented. I just want you to, to connect returning crystals back to core equal closer realities of free energy. <laughs> so, all right. So obviously with the personal user crystals, you have personal earth crystals that the new age community said were ours. Like, oh, you can use amethyst for this, that, and the other. No, the mother needs to use that for this, that, and the other. <laughs> yes. 
All right, coming on the home stretch. So every dispensation is going to be longer and longer than my other 30, 18 to 30 minute videos that I was creating. Much love to those videos, but we are changing and we are growing. This is gonna be the month where you are healing heartbreak and trauma to the heart. This stuff does go in layers, so we will take it slow. I have a flower essence called Stargazer Lily that I think you would greatly enjoy this month for letting go and surrendering. Like I said, all of this really is about letting go and surrendering, but I also understand that we are in human bodies. So it's almost natural to attach onto traumas, fears, and lower level thought forms. Okay, so if we are going to talk about healing heartbreak and the idea that your heart can be harmed, I want you to travel all the way back to, we're going to start dripping into the heart, we're going to start sitting into the heart, and I want you to think about your first ever relationship and the first time that you felt like your heart got broken. And I want you to ask yourself if you love with walls around your heart still. What does it mean to you to love without fear? Because once again, you can never truly be harmed. And the lesson here is fearless love. It is fierce love. What does it feel like to you to fully know that your heart cannot be harmed? What does it feel like to you to not close down on your heart's essence or the ambrosia anywhere in your life? What does it feel like to live your life wholeheartedly? Okay, like I said, let's travel back to your first relationship in that breakup. Have you processed the emotions of that heartbreak or did you just sweep it under the rug and continue living your life with walls up? These are all questions in which your body only has that answer. I'm not here to answer that for you. I'm only here to create a teaching that gives you a deeper level of reflection into your own world right? Your own internal world. Now, the last thing that I'm going to talk about is my highest vision for humanity. And this is something that I want you to really think about. What is your, I'm going to move here in a second, give me one second. Okay. What is your highest vision for Earth for these next timelines that have the availability to see it in? Not only are you thinking for yourself, but you're thinking for humanity that's the most important part that I want to uh, gripe on because this isn't just a you thing this is an everybody thing and this is a everybody is important nobody is less important than the other and nobody is more important than the other so I come to ask you today what is the highest vision or version that you can think of for earth right? And originally, when I was thinking about how I could live my life more authentically, more with more authenticity, and in parallel to direct truth, speaking with pure clarity and direct truth, I had realized that I'm going to have to talk about my personal vision of, of what I believe to be Christic Earth, or Earth's ascension transitory plan so in the regard of poverty consciousness being 
an illusion and slavery being an illusion, my greatest vision is that people have the awareness to activate their avatar self and live their life through their God self. Now, this is only going to happen if we are able to hold high enough frequency to release some of these seals and planetary implants that are currently on our earth right now. The more we can clear our earth, the more we can, our DNA will just naturally activate. It's the organic, natural ascension that we're all doing. Even if you think somebody is so unaware, their body is still trying to naturally ascend. That is the path, the reason why we came here. Now I'm not talking about this love and light ascension. I'm talking about the actual DNA activation of the body. That you are more than what you think you are. My biggest vision of Earth is where we have free energy devices. And we are living in a Christian community where the light and sound spectra has been reclaimed and our light and sound ability to create sound healing has been reclaimed. The mother has reclaimed all that was taken from her. Now this is going to look like to me, humans are not interfacing with slave labor, slave labor, working, working for money. As you know, the monetary system is founded in satanic ritual so even when we think that we don't want to interface with money it's been gridded here for a reason because money interfaces with your deepest fears and those fears are slavery survival and the fear of death that is what money will trigger in you when you do not have enough. Coming from the stance that there is more than enough for everybody, and there is more than enough of everything for everybody, when you choose the patterns of perfection, you know, my channel is all about mission to eradicate poverty consciousness and the enslavement, entrapment of the human higher mind matrixy. I don't say that just to say it, I mean it because there are ways to use wealth in a manner where it's Christic. It's not running off the satanic. Right now, we don't have the actual architecture to run the gold ray, which is connected to Christic wealth and free energy, but that will be here the more that those that are indigos, those that hold the higher frequencies in our DNA sets, are able to hold the frequency of infinite wealth. One must know that the highest vision of Earth is one where you internally, inside here, know that you have all the resources that you'd ever desire and love. I had came to a close in this beautiful crystal star dispensation. I would love to hear what you learned what activated I'm going to make the diamond heart ambrosia drip for this month and go ahead and upload it up I just wanted to say that I'm grateful for all the people resonatory in this grid there's been a lot of shifts on my part but there's been a lot of shifts on your part also to be able to view and understand all that I talk about. So I'll see you again. Thank you.